0: What is up, my potty people? Get it? Pod. Potty. Like party. Party people. Pod. I've got for you a great podcast here. I mean, we got the likes of Isaac uh, running for a championship. We've got the likes of Cook running for a championship. We've got the likes of Eric running for a championship. And you got your host, Benny P, yours truly, running for a back-to-back championshipper but of the most unfortunate kind with the toilet bowl championship running that I am in. So a lot of things to cover, a lot of things that we go over here with the likes. I talked to both the potential champions, uh, cook and Isaac. We walk through the matchup. We asked them if you, you know, you got to call your shot. You got any players about to blow up. We've got that on verbal recording right here. Maybe they're true. Maybe they look like idiots come, Monday, whenever the player that I think is going to blow up completely is a dud. I honestly bring in the conversation about opponents and rivalries going into next season. want to kind of fuel those fires just a little bit as we we discuss the division topic. And then I give them some, some mic time, just to kind of tell the league anything. I mean, it's been a long journey for both of those players, from... The social aspect from Cook being at the bottom and now at the top of a what could be a league championship and Isaac starting out 0-3. I mean, that's the bottom and now he's at the top. So a lot of the good things you got to hear from both of our potential champions going into next year. Really excited to give one of those two. The the championship trophy, we discussed the name uh, that would be on that trophy for eternity. Me and Eric J. have a long conversation about just how in the world did we get here? You know, we the Paul Rudd talked about with Isaac and then talked about it with Eric too the Paul Rudd gif their meme just like who would have thought here we are so a lot of things you're gonna love every single interview on here this is potentially the second to last podcast so stay tuned there's hopefully going to be a championship podcast next week where we celebrate the winner love you guys this has been a pleasure enjoy the
1: first rule of bike club is, you do not talk about
0: I'm here with Isaac Meiser, and the the pot is hot, hot coming at you, Isaac. Say the, say what's up to the people. Hey people, this is Isaac. Yeah, that's our guy. That's our guy in the championship <laughs> round. Uh, I've got this Merry Christmas from the Meisners card right here, and I gotta say, this is this is top of the line uh, mail right to the here. house. You know, what I mean, this is this is impressive. You've got a picture of the dog. We've got you and April on the back, and then just a great shot of you guys on the front. For everyone who received one of these, what uh, what's, the, what's the geographical location for this photo here, Isaac?
1: Uh, just down Richmond Road, uh, Lake Park Road.
0: Really? So like right next to your apartment? Yeah, Man. right
1: on the lake.
0: I love that. It's a, it's, it's a keeper for sure. It's going to be on the fridge for a solid two, maybe even three weeks if you get lucky. Hey. You know, that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's good stuff. Got a nice brown shirt. April's rocking uh, some great jeans and what looks to be a baggy baggy shirt, but it's got some frayed edges on the jeans. For those of you guys who can't see this, and she's got some black booties on. It's just a it's a it's a, it's a great fall vibe, a great ba- Merry Christmas vibe we've got going there. So, I yeah, was only, only select few got that card. You know, I was I was impressed with it. Is all I'm saying. So if I'm one of the select few, I hope that the other people out there that are receiving that give as much uh, appreciation to a good Christmas card as I am. You know, for sure. So let me uh, let me just clear the air here for all of our listeners. Um, I've got a lot of crow to eat here, so <laughs> yes. just give me a second. I I did not uh, y- the meme where um, what's his name the comedian who's taking the hot ones challenge and oh, you know what I'm talking Edith about. Elba. Yeah, y- well, no, no, not no, Eejabla. It's the uh, it's the guy who plays Ant Man.
2: Oh yes. Um.
0: I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, no, right? We're both blanking on his name, <laughs> but uh, but that Ben's guy. he's
1: like, look
0: at us. Yeah, who yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So all that to say that uh, that I am I am him in this scenario because I wouldn't <laughs> have thought. And as I vo- verbalized many a time, I did not think that the the I just didn't think that the win streak freaks would be here, but. As a as a as a testament to your team's grit and determination, you are proving me wrong in a whole bunch of ways. You just keep winning, and for that, uh, you deserve uh, an apology from me, Isaac. I, Thank you. I, Yeah, I definitely apologize for writing you off. Uh, I mean, your, I mean your playoff series here has been nothing short of impressive with a 164 outing on your bye week just to let the people know hey I'm legit and I'm here to stay and then going oh, yeah. up and the, taking down Kevin.
3: Continuing to streak.
0: Jeez, just unbelievable. I mean yeah if you want to talk from a, a a streak freak um perspective there was not another team that could have beat you that week either. Oh, yeah. So on your bye week you outscored everybody so you would have won. And then you take down Kevin who was seen as a, a perennial powerhouse? I mean, he he's got all the right pieces, and now you're going up against Cook. So before we get into the matchup, I just want to apologize and say you, you you have gotten in the playoffs. You have proven me wrong specifically, and your seeing your your team has been everything everything uh, consi- I mean, everything you want to see in a fantasy team been consistent, strong, great great outings. I just so now you find yourself yeah. in the championship. So just, I want you to receive my apology as I, I oh, eat this crow.
1: Thank you so much. That warms yeah. my heart. I just man, uh, that just that gives me more confidence for this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's uh, again, it's not, it's not my most proud moment. I just, you know, I gotta, I gotta make it known to the podcast world, to our fantasy league that. You know when someone's an idiot and makes a lot of bold allegations and they just don't go off. But you know it's not just like you can go murder somebody and just go walk freely on the streets the next day. It's like no, you got to pay your dues. It's time for justice to be served during the championship round, and it's not a fluke. It's a win streak freak. Uh, uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's just a win streak freak thing, it's and that's freak. what's going on. It's freaky, it's freaky, baby. It's freaky out there. <laughs> so yeah, that's my apology, and uh, and I'm going to I'm going to be done with my apology but the league knows that as a as a as unbiased as i can be podcast reporter i I definitely uh i did not anticipate this and that's because i am a poor fantasy owner obviously and you you are the master you are the king
1: wait wait, we both have some
0: a big game this weekend yeah i don't want to talk about mine yet so (laughs) let's talk about your matchup first you're going up against alex cook uh, going into, I mean, projections are what they are. But you guys are essentially flipping a coin here. It's like 49-51 or something like that. So, how do you feel? Win streak freaks on what is? I think I don't know, like a thirteen game win streak right now.
1: Yep. So if I if I can take home the ship, it'll be thirteen wins, which is insane.
0: Uh, never, I never, I never before there- seen. Did Connor pull that stat? Like the odds are ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like point zero six, just to be just, the, and that was like two weeks ago. So not even taking into consideration your playoff, your playoff run. So point zero six was the numbers that he got, and it just was nuts. So I don't know all the details, well, but that's big. That's what, for a big data Drew segment.
1: Brees, when when Drew Brees came back from injury, I knew it that he was going to take me to the ship. Wow. And so here we are. He's the best captain.
0: Played phenomenally last week. Gosh, this is crazy. Re- record setting. He's it's amazing. It's honestly, I mean, I, I'm getting flashbacks. Last year, Drew Brees was my quarterback, and oh, right. he won. He took me to the ship, and I called him, "Oh, Captain, my captain." And I mean, <laughs> I just, I can't help but see that. I mean, Drew Brees may not be getting Super Bowls every single year, but he's a winner in every league that he's in. Fantasy football. I mean, he's made back-to-back championships right now. So for those of you guys looking for a QB next year, maybe go get yourself Drew Brees because uh, he he puts people in the championship game. So and uh,
1: actually today on Twitter, I saw the top points scored by each position this past decade. Yeah, for QB. Not only Drew Brees.
0: Of course it is. Of course it is. Gosh, I mean, just he just gets the job done. He's just a, he's just a he's just a competitor. He's just He's just a stud. I don't... Yeah, so you're going up against Cook here. You, obviously, you like your Drew Brees. Is there any other matchups that you're seeing on your team or anything that like, you want to make known to the league? Like I'm looking for, as we do this podcast before the game start, as we go into championship week, any predictions. Like If you want to put your finger right on it and just nail it so that we can all kind of you know take part of your, your greatness. If you want to say that Drew Brees is going to score 40 points or if you have another person on your roster that you think is going to go off... Do, do, do you see anything there?
1: Yeah, so I, I'm really liking my matchups this week, so you kind of hit the nail on the head. Consistency has really been the winner of all my games this year. You know, I haven't had too many duds, and so I think that's going to continue this weekend. Um, last week, was, my only dud was with Edelman. Um, I think he'll get back out there. Uh, Patriots need to prove themselves. You know, they, they're
0: they going into playoffs, but... I think Edelman's snap count will get back up. Yeah. The, the prediction I'm going to have is that
1: Miles Sanders is the Eagles' running back. He played phenomenally last week, caught an amazing pass from Wentz. I think he's going to continue to be one of the best, like top ten running backs next year. And so I'm going to be really excited to watch him on Sunday. Wow. Uh, and then also, I think Kittle is going to blow up this week. 49ers coming off a hard loss they're like they're tech, they're in the playoffs but they're they didn't win the division i think the 49ers need to prove themselves against the rams i think kittle's going to step up to the occasion he's going to get me a ton of points and honestly as i'm looking down these matchups um i'm i'm liking my player over cook's player each, mm. each of them except for i mean it's hard to say drew breeze lamar jackson you know right. lamar is just mvp And, uh, you know, I I couldn't concede that one, but I still think Drew Brees is going to put up a lot of, like, basically, I would say a solid 30.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, I like it. I like it because yeah, you definitely need an outing from your quarterback to compete with what Lamar Jackson puts out there with upwards of, you know, 50-some points. But you know, his his mediocre games he does. I mean, it's 20, 25, 26, so you have a you have a chance there. But yeah, Breeze is going to land right in that 25-30 wheelhouse too, so you don't have to worry about having to make up a lot of points with your other your other teammates, so yeah, that you've got a yeah. I think that's great, and so yeah, Miles Sanders, bold prediction there. I like that about him being the future running back for the Eagles. Um, and then Kittle, obviously, he's been a superstar all year, so you can rely on him. And I mean, he's just—he's not only blowing up from a fantasy football perspective, but just his runs and his highlights are blowing up all over Twitter and Instagram and everything like that because he's a monster. So I
1: saw I saw this awesome replay. Yeah, uh, one of I think it was their fullback caught a touchdown and the fullback like spiked it for a celebration yeah. and the ball went back toward the end zone and Kittle like caught it and did a toe touch and like pretend like he
2: caught a touchdown. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's great. I <laughs> love him. I think he's great. He's, uh, he's one of those I don't know like 49ers I didn't think they're I don't know just not a, a big brand football team going into the season but Kittle is all personality and all enough to be a superstar in the league and obviously he does that skill wise and production wise but being the per- personality on to add to it is usually I don't know that's the that's the stuff you like to see so yeah, Kittle good great superstar for your team as you move forward uh, I've got a, I've got an interesting question for you um, okay. we've talked about the matchup. And, again, not trying to keep anybody here for a long period of time, but given that you're in the championship, we should talk about what would be your team name. And this is going on record, so I want you to be clear here as I will take this information uh, to, the, uh, to the, the welding shop, if you will. But what is going to be your, your team name to conclude the season? As you finish, if you were to be given the belt, uh, you know, Monday, uh, the, the championship trophy, what would you want your, your team name to be? Would it be Streak Freaks? I know we started off with a couple of different names, and we've had rebrands ever since, but do you have a team name?
1: So I'm for sure sticking with Win Streak Freaks. I mean, that would just be the best definition of my season.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, going going 0-3 to start, then streaking it out into the championship, 13 wins straight, I mean, that's freaky, and that's streaky.
0: Absolutely. Uh, as I look at the trophy now... Um, do you want to recall? Obviously, the first championship on here it says Benjamin Pompelli. I don't know who that is, but a great manager. Uh, his team name was Cook Till Brown. So I know the character space that we have is 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 limited. Uh, ah. But uh, what I what I would be in uh, you know supposing is that Isaac Bison at the top, and then uh, Streak Freaks obviously would fit there. Maybe. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, win streak freaks would probably fit. So I, I guess that would be that would probably be the fit. Well,
1: we'll get the details come Monday. Yeah, we'll sure, see sure. How sure. All plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're right. You're right. You're
1: right. But I don't want to drink myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't. Know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. Sure. Um, okay, let's see. What else is? Uh, let's see. What else is there to discuss? Your opponent. Uh, he's your opponent, Alex Cook. Uh, this is not his a reflection of his team, but. He's a he's a confident individual. Uh, some would say that he's been confident all season long. Uh, some would even say overly confident. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on your opponent. If there is any any bad blood, anything that we need to be looking for in the future as far as a rivalry, uh, because I don't think I don't think Cook necessarily thinks very highly of your team. I think he's kind of coming into this championship with uh, with an understanding that this is his championship to lose. Do you have any words for Alex Cook?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of playing with a chip my, chip on my shoulder. He's the only team that has beaten me, or sorry, oh, wow. the yeah. only team that I haven't beaten. And so he wants to end my streak and not allow me to beat him. So uh, I'm thinking, you know, I got to put him in his place. I got to show him that this season is freaky and yeah. I'm going to win. And honestly, his players have kind of depleted over the over the end of the season. Mm, you know, okay. we're both looking at his wide receivers. We got Cooper. And then he's got Slayton, who he picked up recently. Um, I think Danny Dimes might be back this week, but I mean, the strong point and the reason why he's in the championship is solely Lamar Jackson and the Patriots defense. It's
0: fair. It's so, uh, you're right. The you know, number one quarterback, as crazy and number one as my defense. Season yeah. Has been, yeah.
1: Just as crazy as my season has been. Hey, his season has been pretty crazy too.
0: Mhm.
1: Pretty pretty lucky with those two ridiculous players.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, you guys have uh, – I, I definitely agree. I think that – I mean, yours is obviously a little bit more freaky. But, yeah, he's kind of done it over the longevity of the season. It's just kind of been plugging along win after win and win after win. But, I mean, it is the number one and the number two seed that you're meeting in the championship round. So, I, I, guess, I guess everything is boiled down to this. And it's going to – there's going to be one winner. And, uh, you know, it's –
1: And, hey, wait. Can we have a newcomer win – as soon as he's first in the league, well, I, I'm curious to see who's going to be rooting for him versus me. I'd yeah. love to throw a poll up
0: and just see. That's a that's a great that is a great uh, poll. I will not give my opinion because I think that the poll I actually carry a lot of weight. I, I have a very strong opinion, and uh, my simple poll response does not does not give it justice. But I won't let the podcast be my sounding board for a. A, a subjective opinion here. So I will, I will, I will, I will. Cease. Defer. Yeah. I'll, I'll defer. I will plead the fifth <laughs> and let the poll go up. Um, okay. So yeah, we've talked about, we've talked about calling your shots. You know, you've got a few on record here that we can go back and completely embarrass you about. If, if they were oh, to, yeah. to make a mistake, uh, you've got the team name kind of submitted. What would be on the trophy? We can get to the details later. Uh, you've had a few words, on Cook, uh, your opponent your uh, I, I don't know if, if you commented at all on the rivalry maybe going into next year if maybe you would want to go up against Cook for a, a not doesn't need to be decided here but just uh, we're looking for rivalries next season as we try to break it into divisions or when the poll comes out next year at the forum uh, at the beginning of the season whether or not we want to do, standings or divisions then maybe there'll be a rivalry right. there but obviously a championship matchup and a bout between the two of you makes for some pretty hostile environment in future games to come so we'll be looking into that you know in the future
1: yeah if he, if he takes the w this weekend he'll have a target on his back so i'll be i'll be looking at him
0: that's absolutely true uh as we as we kind of conclude with my questionnaire with, again, in the champion, for those of you guys just tuning in, this is Isaac Meisner. He's in the championship round with uh, win streak freaks, uh, a crazy series of events to put him there. But crazy, do not take crazy as an insult to this man's managerial skills and his, his overall grit and determined, I mean, just tenacity. So, uh, but a, a streaky, freaky, Isaac Meister, now in the championship. Uh, do you have any comments for the league? As I kind of give you the mic here just to kind of, I mean, it's been a long season. Uh, it started at the bottom 0-3, and now we're here. And, I i, I mean, I'm kind of looking for you to, if if you have any bold statements you like to tell the league, like maybe like maybe F off or, you know, to all my haters out there, you're my motivators the whole season. I don't know if you got anything to tell the league, but if you would like to say something, you can say it now. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think there's always been a lot of hate towards my, you know, opponents and the people I played. You know, they just never showed up. But hey, I can control that, and I put up enough points to be in the playoffs. I'm showing up in the playoffs. I'm scoring 160 weeks. You know, I I deserve to be in the playoffs, and I'm gonna take this shit this weekend. So, (laughs) 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 and hey, what? Guess guess what? Who's that? The the karaoke bar is closing down. No more songs are going to be posted. Mm-hmm. And
2: we're shutting it
0: down. I get it. Yeah, I like what you're saying there. Yeah, all the all the cook songs being played on the team name. That is something next season as Sleeper... Uh, I don't know what Sleepers' deal was with the nicknames. I guess I liked it for the first couple of weeks, but by the end of our league, it was just what, <laughs> what song is Alex Cook gonna put on his team? So this is Isaac Meisner saying, uh, "Jukebox is closed. We're shutting it down permanently." So We're throwing tomatoes at him. Get Man. off the stage. Boo! Get off the stage. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alright great Well Isaac I know you're busy You're getting around So I'm going to let you Get back to it I will be interviewing uh, Alex later on this pod You'll be able to listen To not only your response But then right back Right back at you You'll be able to hear Cook's response Which will be great So we've got The champions Kelly. both On the last pod And you know Isaac I'll tell you this If you win I really look forward To a personal podcast With the champion To to just uh, I don't know put a Put a bow On the rest of the season So I hope that I hope both, for both of our champions, I hope that I'm talking to one of you guys, and uh, and I don't know, I'm going to tell you that I hope it's you, and then whenever I interview Cook, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell him that I hope it's him too. Because I can't give my opinion on the poll that's about to be dropped after I drop the podcast, which is, yep. who do you want to win, Isaac or Cook? So I'm going to stay am biased here and just say, I hope I'm talking to you. hope I'm talking to you in All a couple right. of weeks. Sounds good. All right, Isaac, uh, I'm going to hang up the phone and I'm going to conclude our our little session here. So thanks again for your time. You're the bomb, and uh, good luck this week. Thanks, man. All right, see you, Isaac. (laughs) All right, live here with Alex Cook, a fellow contender for the championship uh, title this year, uh, going off against Isaac Meisner. Alex Cook, you want to say what up to the people?
3: what up
0: there he is there he is Uh, i had a me and alex cook were about to start some small talk over the phone before we got into the podcast and he reminded me that he watched the uh the latest star wars film just last night and i wanted to get your personal review obviously keep into consideration the fact that this is going to be a live pod aired tonight and you don't want to throw any spoilers in there so uh, cook give me your your review give me your your feelings
3: so I've kind of I have kind of a mixed bag of feelings. Overall, I'm kind of frustrated with the lack of foresight with the trilogy as a whole. Hmm. I don't think one person can be blamed, but I just think they should have planned out the the just framework of each movie before producing them instead of uh, kind of half half haphazardly. Overall, I, I I enjoyed the movie. There are, there are parts of it where I was like, okay, this is kind of just dumb. But by the end of the movie, I thought this is a good but not great movie. Definitely not one of the best Star Wars movies, but okay. probably, better than, probably better than most of the prequels. Uh, I still enjoyed it, not enough to where, like, oh, I can't wait to get back in, but... Right. Uh, they, uh, there's some really good acting in it, I thought, at least the main characters, and I liked... Uh, probably the two main characters going into it were Rey and Kylo Ren, and overall, I like their character arcs.
0: Okay, okay, good to know. Uh, for For... A better grasp for our podcast listeners. How? What did Davis think? And what did your? Did you watch with your? With Davis and your dad?
3: Yeah, uh, we. I didn't get to talk with them a whole lot afterwards. I think we were kind of. It was getting late, so we kind of headed out. But yeah. Okay. I think it was pretty similar opinions across the board. Okay. I'm just. So I, I, might give it like a, a six and a half or seven out of ten.
0: Okay, six and a half, seven out of ten. See, I will say you. Uh, You bring up a good point. I don't know much about this trilogy. I don't know. You talked about them kind of running this movie series haphazardly is the word that you used. And I think I don't know all the details, but I just kind of felt like out of left field, this whole entire trilogy started up and I wasn't against it. And I wasn't necessarily like for it. I was just kind of caught in the middle. And I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I like Star Wars enough that I'll watch it. Um, But yeah, I guess with you bringing that up, I, I guess I just kind of am also surprised with just the... I don't know how to even explain it. It's just like I wasn't anticipating this, and now it's a part of a forever Star Wars uh, I mean, trilogy and series that obviously is a Hall of Fame series altogether. But how do you feel like these most recent movies are playing into the overall Star Wars series?
3: So I think one of the, one of the purposes of it is they wanted to just wrap up the Skywalker saga as a whole, which they did, uh I guess how well it did it can be debated, but okay. they wrapped it up, and I, I have hope for the future, and I think they're going to learn from their mistakes they made with this trilogy and with the prequels, because you know they're going to keep cranking out movies. I think the next one's supposed to be two, maybe three years away. Okay. I, think, I think three years away, in 2022. I think they're going to start start fresh, start something new, but I think they'll... I think they'll uh, learn from their specs and be able to improve from here on
0: out. Well, that's really interesting because I, I don't know. I guess I thought so The, the, you say they're just going to keep cranking out movies. I mean, I know that obviously with whatever, I don't even know what the title for this one is, but it's not like The Last Jedi or something that I just know even from the title that there has to be a spinoff of this uh, for Rey's future and some of these other characters' future arcs and stuff like that. But I didn't think that they were just going to keep pumping them out. I was actually hoping that maybe the Star Wars series would come to a conclusion, hopefully through this trilogy or through these series of like the younger actors and everything like that. But you're saying, yeah, there's going to be another one with these actors too, but they're going to continue to produce out of this new, newer films for a long time, you think?
3: So I don't know what the newer films are going to consist of. I know they want to uh, create new characters and kind of go in a different direction than what they've gone before. Wow! But at the same time, they've also came out and said these characters aren't done yet. So I don't know if that means we're seeing a TV show or a movie or what. But I know they're also going to start doing delayed releases. Whereas the past few years, it's been a Star Wars movie every single year. Yeah. And I think they kind of realize we're kind of oversaturated with it, and so they're going to delay the release, spreading out a bit more.
0: Alright, there you go. You heard it here from Alex Cook live. Uh, Way to not spoil anything and way to give your opinion. I I appreciate that and the, the deep dive into Star Wars. Let's get to the topics that are at hand right now uh, first of all appreciate your time obviously making time for the pod is really appreciated I know that you're hungry to present a, a great uh, a great content from your from your section and great re- you want to represent yourself well going into this championship weekend and I want to give you every opportunity to do that so I bring up your matchup with the win streak freaks Isaac Meisner I've already interviewed him he's got some words on the pod that you've yet to hear I want to kind of hear your your thoughts on this matchup going up I know that you texted me personally and I may or may not have shared those details with isaac about how you're in three leagues and you may or may not think that you're going to win every single one of those leagues i want to get your thoughts going into this weekend
3: uh i am i'm confident i can win the other two this is the one i'm least confident on oh okay good to know this is actually this is actually the one i have the best record in wow Um, if you would have asked me a couple days ago i was down in the pits i would have said i had like a 12 percent chance of winning my team has kind of fallen through the cracks uh my start, my three. The looked like My three starting running backs: Jordan Howard, I dropped. Marlon Mack, the Colts' Steve, offense started to a halt. Yeah. Sonny Michelle, Patrick Stevens is hot trash right now. Yeah. And so I'm left with E. Mostert, who I picked up on the waiver wires.
0: Great pickup, then, by the way.
3: Thank you, thank you. And then I got my best wide receivers: Amari Cooper, who got like two points last week. Cooper Cup. Who's going against San Francisco? Which he scored zero points against earlier in the year. Yeah. And so I have him on the bench. OBJ's not doing well, and so I've, I even dropped Greg Zuerlein. So I'm I'm looking at starting maybe four to five guys that I've just picked up over the over the waiver wires over the past month. Wow. And so.
0: Yeah, I yeah, think I play with Slayton. Uh, for the, I mean, he went off last week. Did you have him in last week?
3: I made about every mistake possible last week I think I had
0: and you're still in the championship game
3: <laughs> I know I had, I had at least 26 points I could have scored more like just from the bench I think yeah. about, there are four or five mistakes I made right now I have Darius Slayton starting and and I could add uh, if, it looks like Jalen Cook might be hurting so I might be having his backup so that could be a huge pickup as well Mike Boone
0: yeah that's right I see that um okay Wow. Well, I mean, you didn't make up enough mistakes to lose to uh, to Patrick Perryman. I mean, you you made work of him and got by with that that outing, that point outing of one hundred and sixteen. So yeah, I mean, you you skated by. You're looking at you're going up against an Isaac roster or an Isaac Meisner roster that's pumped out one hundred and sixty and one hundred and sixty again, back to back weeks. Do you think that that's a trend, or do you think that this is going to be the you're ending a lot of things. you got to end the streak. You've got to end his – I mean, he's on a hot start right now going into the playoffs. You've got to end a lot of momentum in Isaac. Do you think your team has enough left to do so?
3: Uh, Probably not, but maybe. Okay. It also, also pains me that he has two players that I drafted. He has Austin Eckler and Devontae Adams, mm, mm. who I turned away to Kevin, yeah, which okay. looked like a good play because – we thought Austin Eckler was going to be replaced by, replaced by Melvin Gordon, and then Javante Adams got hurt like two weeks later. So for a while it looked like it was a good trade, but man, would I love to have those guys back right about now?
0: Yeah, they're looking for a little uh, a little revenge for you trading them away. But I, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You're, I mean, they're giving you the edge. I'm pretty sure in the matchup, obviously. No, they're not. They're giving Isaac the edge, but it's it's literally barely. So you guys are going head to head and. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup. I I I'm surprised to hear just the lack of confidence. I guess in your voice just with obviously the likes of Lamar Jackson and um, I don't know what's wrong with Cooper Cup, but or not Cooper uh, Amari Cooper with those last couple of games, but Dallas's offense or at least involving him has come to a halt. Are you seeing anything with Amari Cooper that I mean you're gonna leave him in to start and you're gonna leave Cooper Cup out? So you like your matchup with Cooper obviously better than and Slayton better than you like. Cooper Cup.
3: Yeah, Amari Mari Cooper is going against the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think I think uh, the Cowboys just primarily ran the last game. I have hopes that they'll get it back to Amari Cooper. He's been one of the most talented players all year. Yeah. He's been pretty reliable. I think they'll get it back to him, and I think he will. Uh, he is probably some of the most boom potential of any guy on my roster. Yeah, Other than, of course Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, and that actually I guess brings me into another segment that I kind of want to. While I've got you on record, verbal record here, as we post this before <laughs> all the games start, do you have any shots that you want to call with your with your team? I mean, do you want to call Lamar Jackson for forty plus? Do you want to call Amari uh, Cooper with you know seven catches and twenty points or something like that? Do you see any players that you are anticipating a boom, or do you just see in your roster a necessity for like someone to overperform and you want to call it out beforehand?
3: Uh, the guy you're looking for is OJ Howard. He's a, yeah. I drafted OJ Howard and Austin Hooper. I, dr- I dropped Austin Hooper before the season started. He became the best tight end. Yeah. And I started OJ Howard for like eight or nine weeks. And he never got above eight points while I had him. He was absolutely horrendous. Uh, multiple zero point games, just com- complete bust. Yeah. And I got rid of him, traded for Greg Olson. And now he's back on my team. You know what? I think he's going to get his, his uh, second touchdown of the season. I think he's going to have a good game with uh, a <laughs> The Black. second touchdown yeah. of the season. <laughs> that's my prediction right now.
0: I love it. That's that's such a great prediction too, because I didn't realize he's only caught one touchdown. That's amazing. Yeah, one touchdown yeah, really? in Week Ten against Arizona. So you're calling his second touchdown and you're streaming him. I love it. Anybody else?
3: It was against yeah, it was against Arizona, the worst pass defense in the league, pretty much. Amazing. Uh.
0: I don't know. Slayton, Slayton's gone off before. I don't know if you're looking for a high ceiling against him with Washington. Obviously, I think that the Giants will hopefully be up against Washington, so maybe they don't have to pass as much. But maybe early on, you can get him. And Mostert, I mean, has looked great in that San Francisco I don't know, uh, running trio now of Breda, Coleman, and Mostert. He's taken all the touches, essentially.
3: Yeah, I might be starting. I, think, I really think I'm going to switch Mike Boone into the lineup as well, but I do have a f- prediction. I I'm not gonna say it on the pod because um, uh, I have a prediction for a player on Isaac's team that's gonna do very poorly. Oh. But wow. I don't want do want him to change it. So I'm not gonna. I'll save it until later.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. Um, you don't have to give any hints. I'm I'm kind of looking through his roster, seeing if there's anybody that I'm like sitting there. and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, no, that's good. I he's when you look at the two matchups. I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of average and some. I mean, he's got overall. I would say that your matchups are favored because you don't have very many negative matchups, and you also have obviously the the Patriots defense. But you, uh, Isaac, does have I think two favorable matchups, one unfavorable, and the rest of them are average. So you guys essentially are just relying on the consistency that these players have displayed throughout the whole entire season. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a top-notch game. Obviously, you're in the championship. Um, I wanted to – you've called some shots. We've talked about the matchup a little bit. I'm holding the trophy here in my hand, and it says, just for future record for all podcast listeners on there, Just so you're familiar championship uh, champion fight club fantasy football league and then to 2018 Benjamin Pumpelli Cooktail Brown is the title of my team name going into that and I wanted to ask you with your squad uh, you've had a couple of rebrands and I wanted to get on record what you believe your team name would be if you were to win the ship and take this trophy home. We have limited it, or at least to our knowledge, know that it can be in the ballpark of 14 to 20 characters. So when I look at two Coopers, one cup, do you think that would be the team name going into, uh, I mean, Fantasy Football Hall of Fame, uh, bro- I mean, embroidered on the side of the trophy?
3: I mean, I feel like it has to because I've had that name for so long, but I also don't know if I quite deserve it because one of, half, half my name is not even starting in the championship game. So I don't know if Cooper Cup really deserves this infamy. Yeah, it's true. I feel like I owe it to Lamar Jackson ball to make a creative name with him. We'll see if I do that.
0: Wow, an end of the season rebrand to go into the trophy for eternity. That's uh that's that's big moves. Big moves out of a out of what would be a champion if you were to if you were to take it home. So that's interesting. Uh, that's good. Good to know. Uh, I wanted to – I talked to Isaac a little bit about this. There's a lot of storylines going into this. Obviously, you being fresh into the league and essentially being able to take this league by storm with a championship championship win in your first fight club berth. And wanted to kind of get your thoughts as you go up against Isaac, who also has a storyline of potentially 13-win streak, 13 games won in a row, which is unbelievable. But do you think that there's some future rivalry that we could we – could grab from this this heavyweight championship bout do you have any not that it has to have hard feelings but just I mean this as we go into potentially standings going into the forums for the 2020 fantasy football season what do you think about a potential rivalry or any or about Isaac as an opponent in general
3: I hope a rivalry doesn't develop I hope that it's just like you guys think of me as like the Patriots versus the his the AFC East or whatever. It's okay. just like me winning every single year. He just like he puts it on his calendar. He just go ahead and goes ahead and writes the L. Wow.
0: <laughs> like, all right, so yeah, and you're one you're. Thing thought,
3: one thing that people probably want to know is that, what like what's my motivation? Because it's like it's this is a grind of a season. It's sixteen weeks. You have to be on all the time. Absolutely. Even, even the preseason, like you gotta be, you gotta be on your game. The preseason, on your game. The draft, and so what, what keeps you motivated? Uh,
0: the people are asking. They're wondering, what is it, Alex people, Cook?
3: Everyone's been asking. Uh, Something it's a two hundred forty dollars, but I'm not in it for the money. Some people know me as a very competitive guy, which I am. think that. Just, just winning alone is enough. But yeah. I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it for justice. justice. I'm doing it for people who didn't have easy schedules like Isaac did. The people. Who if they had Isaac schedule, they'd be in the playoffs right now. They might even be in the championship right now. People mm. like Mark, people like Connor, who didn't have this cakewalk, the, the least amount of points scored by second by second person is fourteen hundred, and Isaac had twelve uh, hundred and fifty-two scored against him. Wow. It's outrageous, it's egregious, it's preposterous. <laughs> and I'm gonna bring justice to this league so that people like Isaac can't slip through the cracks and win a championship. Wow.
0: That is a that is just strong, honestly. Me and Isaac talked about it. There will be a poll to be posted after the draft is or after the podcast is uploaded on who like the league wants to win. And there's many a talk from Isaac's corner saying, Well, hey, the newcomer can't just come in here and flaunt his stuff and just win a whole entire championship, no big deal. But then you make a great argument as to, yeah, you can't let uh, un- <clears throat> untested un untested People come through these waters and just solidify a championship no willy nilly. You got to earn it, and uh, having those statistics, like you said, with the points against, it's not necessarily earning it, is it? You make a great point, Alex Cook. It's very interesting.
3: I, I just, I just, it's my heart just breaks for those in our league who are just in the losers bracket right now who didn't able to be here. Man, I, I'm uh, just a man
0: of the people. <laughs> Alex Cook, a man of the people. You heard it here first. Vote for me. Vote <laughs> for Alex Cook. We're gonna post the poll whenever I get this uploaded for sure. Um, <clears throat> okay, so you don't want the rivalry. I kind of you kind of had some things to yeah. You're you're telling the league why you're motivated, and I guess you kind of encapsulated a little bit. But it's been a long season. I mean, there was a beginning, there was a middle, there was an end. I don't know if you look back on any of the weeks that maybe you're at your peak confidence level, but I kind of want to give you some time just to tell the league. I mean. You started at what would have been the bottom as far as social social validity in the league with your, your draft picks and that journey, uh, and then you quickly rose to the top. The, the cream rose to the – or what is it, wheat? I don't know what happens, but the yeast – rised or whatever the cream of the crop rose to the top is what i'm trying to say and and so now you sit in the championship bout i mean you could you have a slew of things that you could say do you have anything that you want to tell the league
3: uh thank you eric h johnson for downing for doubting me wow preseason season okay. putting me as week number 12 for putting me as the 12th the 12th team mm. he doubted me he doubted lamar jackson he doubted marlon mack he dodged my entire selection as a whole. And as soon as, I hit, as soon as week two was over, I knew I was going to be in the playoffs.
0: Wow. As soon as week two was over, you knew you were going to be in the playoffs?
3: And it was fun because before then I couldn't get a trade with anyone. No one would even listen to my trades. And then as soon as week two was over, the trades started rolling into my desk and I started having to fill out paperwork.
0: Wow, man. You got a lot of – I mean, when you're a manager of a great – organization like you've got going you love to just be able to wheel and deal sit down to the office chair with many, op- many opportunities at hand just yeah you gotta love the activity that's really great
3: i gotta say one thing about this year is that i've been it's kind of where you found my love for the nfl and i've been watching a, probably a lot more than i had in the most recent years wow and so i'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to next year's draft partially being part of it just for the fun just the just the hoopla of all of it. But I'm also looking forward, because I think I, I've got some um, some players that I might
0: be able to sneak in. Wow. Yeah, I love to hear that. I really do. As, as we look forward to the, the offseason, there's many, many things uh, to come. I know that I discussed in some of the other bits with some of the other players about how, I don't know, we're going to have the race, we're going to have uh, a trophy ceremony where the trophy is given from me, awarded to, obviously you or Isaac, and that'll be one whole bit, hopefully one day that we can do together, but everyone's really getting excited for next year's draft just the forum we've got a lot of things to discuss between kickers divisions um, extra flex plays and just just a lot of things we have to discuss and I think we're all genuinely looking forward to it we obviously want to solidify the likes of you and Griffin Fulkerson to be present at that because it does look like it's going to be an all-day affair and we will work on that when the time comes but all in all to hear that maybe this league is pushed you in a direction more towards the NFL. That's great. I, I've heard many great things about this league and that the content has created a sense of culture that I don't know, it just transcends a lot of our, our, our fantasy lives. It goes into real life. And if Alex cook has drawn a little bit more drawn back into the NFL, a little bit more because of this league and the leagues that he's in before, I think fantasy and the content that we've created is doing its job. You know what I mean?
3: I know what you mean.
0: Great. That's great stuff there. Um, yeah, I did want to get your take uh, on the on the toilet bowl. Obviously, me and Eric Johnson find ourselves in a situation we did not want to be in, and we could not have dreamt a worse scenario for ourselves. So here we are, but wanted to get your take on the likes. Uh, we're going up against Mark. Obviously, you have to envision us in a mascot suit. At this point, we'll be racing. We don't know if it's going to be a 100 or a 200, but... What do you think the uh, what what odds are you taking with Mark against Eric and then Mark against myself? Who who's the who's the winner?
3: Here's the thing. So I, the past couple weeks, I've been you've seen me on the group me kind of just interrogating Eric Johnson on his speed because mm. everyone just he talks about himself as he's really fast. Okay. Everyone talks about oh this is a really fast guy. I gotta say when I played basketball with him in college, I don't remember has remember him as particularly fast. He was just a smidge faster than Evan Shacklett.
0: Wow! Wow! That's a, that's 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 I don't know, Alex. You might want to back off. That's some heat right there. That's a hot take. You're coming in hard, saying comparisons to Evan Shacklett's speed. That's a stab at anyone's anyone's gusto. Now I don't know when you played with him. I know that Eric J has went through some retirement. Uh, he's come out of retirement a few a uh, few rare times, but I don't know where he's at right now with his physical prowess. But you're attacking uh, you're attacking his agility, maybe his acceleration. And for those, for those, I can't, I can't speak on those right now. I know that he's been racing. He's been running some marathons. i uh, been getting in that kind of work. So maybe he has more explosiveness than you think, but you are taking Mark over at Eric Johnson, essentially is what you're saying.
3: No, no, no. I'm, I'm not quite saying, I'm not quite saying that. I, I still think I would, I'm just doubting he's as fast as he says he is. But okay. then of course I haven't seen him participate in any athletic competition since it's been like 4 years since I've done anything with him.
0: Okay, all right, For just example. giving some context to that statement because it is bold and it is hot, but I'm not saying I dislike it. I just think it's a, it's an interesting take because you do I mean you've been with him in an athletic standpoint playing basketball obviously. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I
3: would I mean I would I would predict that he would beat Mark just purely off of, of a, a, a confidence level. I would
0: <laughs> Just confidence alone is gonna get Eric J. the W. <laughs> and I, he's
3: he's probably he's probably a little. I probably didn't give enough credit. He's probably, when I played he's probably a little faster than a smidge faster than Evan.
0: Okay, okay. Um, again, a smidge. That's a powerful world when you're when you're when you're talking in reference to Shacklett. But I'll take it. So, all right, let's say that I lose, uh, which uh, I hope is not what happens. But going up against Mark. In a what could probably be, be, I mean, I guess it's going to be like a six and a half foot mascot suit. What do you What do you think my chances are going up against the likes of Mark? You can be honest with me. Don't hold back.
3: I think it'll be a tight race, which I think is why I'm most looking forward to it.
0: Oh, Okay, you're looking forward to me. Yeah, yeah I have to lose. All right, I'll lose. See if we can make a good race out of this.
3: And it's just, oh, it's just fun. This the champion. You're the you're the, you're the reigning champ. I'd love yeah, to see it. you lose.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely...
3: I probably don't care about you losing as much as everyone else does because I wasn't in the league last year. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess I've, I've recently seen you both play basketball, so I've seen your your both speed up close. I think it would be a good race.
0: Okay, okay, it's good to know. Good to know. Um, that is... That's... That's I, that's all that I need. I just need your wind in my sails. I, I do think that there's a great storyline, obviously, with me being the reigning champion and then being the back-to-back champion in the most unfortunate of ways, being the toilet bowl champion. So
3: yeah, you're like the anti-Virginia basketball. They lost, uh, lost to lost a 16 seed that won a champion. You're gonna be the championship and then uh, lose to the 16 seed.
0: Jeez, that's my fate, man, that is that is a storyline for the ages. I'm not I'm not
3: excited hoping, about are that. Are you taking any measures to prepare yourself for this race?
0: Uh, So here's the thing. A lot of talk about my knee, a lot of talk about my athletic development. And I will say, yeah, I've been through some ups and some downs. And just recently had, I guess it was two months ago, two and a half months ago, surgery on my knee to clean up what is my meniscus and uh, patella, I don't know, the graft or whatever that healed my ACL. Just to clean it up uh, to reduce inflammation and I've been recovering ever since. I've been getting in the gym. I definitely am cleared to play uh, full activity basketball, and I have been playing hard. Uh, I've also lost 24 pounds since the surgery date. Last last oh, check, last check, lost 24 pounds just because, to my understanding, uh, for every pound that you lose, uh, it's essentially like losing four or close to five pounds of weight uh, on your knee. So the longevity of my knee is at risk. So losing weight helps. So me losing that weight is a crucial key. But I can I cannot speak to my explosivity, uh, my explosiveness. I don't think explosivity is a word, but. From all the things that I've been able to do, I haven't been lifting necessarily like heavy weights, just trying to gain like straight up max strength in my legs. I've been trying to do some jumping techniques, what I can do, and I've been trying to do some explosive exercises. So I don't think that my sprinting is top notch by any means. I, de- I think I'll definitely have to warm up to get everything ready. But I also ran track when I was in high school. So I think I've got some. I've got some basics. I've got some fundamentals out of the gate, out of the gun that I think I'm gonna be able to implement in a race if it is needed. So that's what that's what I think. I think that I'll be fine.
3: Yeah, you've still got some speed left in you, and who knows? Maybe you can pull a diet with like a week before, week, week with a week left to go to the race and cut out soft drinks or something like that, lose a couple more pounds. So gosh, it might find as you need.
0: It's essential, man. You got to cut out those soft drinks. It's, the sugar is just crazy. You can't drink your calories. It's so important, but. Yeah, that's going on. Um, yeah. Uh, so with all that said, Cook, it's, uh, it's been, uh, as we kind of close down the pod, uh, I wanted to notify you. Obviously, yeah, all these off-season off, off season things will be good. I think next week I'm going to have a pod with the champion. So if you are indeed the champion, uh, come next week right before Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and stuff, then I might slip in just a, a short amount of FaceTime, 10, 15 minutes with the champion just to – just to celebrate. Celebrate who the champion is and all that stuff. So you can look forward to that if you win. Obviously, you can look forward to the money coming to your account immediately as soon as you win, but I did want to put everybody on notice that we're going to be trying to watch these games. You may or may not be busy with holidays. Obviously, it's holiday season, so people are busy, but me and Eric J are going to try our best to Sunday at 425 watch games, because that will be essentially the most important matchup in our game. So, I don't know where you're going to be at, but obviously if you want to try to watch some games, not only to you, Cook, personally, but to everybody in the league, if we have some time, want to try to watch some games, we should try to do it.
3: Yeah, I have a, a Christmas that day with my family, and okay. we're going to be in Cincinnati, but I might try and swing something.
0: Wow. I mean, don't don't hurt yourself. We don't this, this, this Fantasy Football League is taking enough priority over things it shouldn't have. Obviously, don't let it take anything more, uh, any more memories from your family and stuff like that, but your presence is always welcome obviously if you become the reigning champ your presence would be would be honored so the matchup is going to be fun it's going to be exciting you and I are going to have a great matchup I'm excited I really am I'm excited and I'm looking forward to the final week honestly that we have to worry about our teams worry about our position and worry about creating content for this this machine this machine you know what I mean
3: I am too, and I just like I would like to thank um, all our sponsors out there, all our listeners who've us who have just stuck stuck it through with us. I know through our, thick and
0: thin, unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like just mobile, great supporting cast.
3: Uh, hope, hopefully, next year, we're hoping to spread to Africa.
0: Oh yeah, we got we got to honestly I need to get more marketing out there for the podcast and we need to get these power rankings mailed to uh to the corporate headquarters of a couple of different big companies overseas. <laughs> so if we can get those things solidified, really get this this fantasy football league cranking at a at a much much higher level. That's what we need to look for. But Cook, that's all I've got for you, brother. I'm glad you enjoyed the the movie. I'm glad you have had a great fantasy football season, and good luck. The best of luck to you and Isaac in your matchup. I hope that it's entertaining and that it comes down to the wire to the last play on Monday night, if needed. That's what That'd I hope. Be
3: That'd be really fun. Jeez. But if we play Monday – oh, yeah, he has Devontae Adams Monday night.
0: May It may matter. It may matter. Obviously, a wide receiver can yeah. – it's a very intense game to watch whenever you're waiting for a wide receiver to catch the ball. So if that does come into play, oh boy, man, look, for out, look out for Monday. If you guys are all in town, try to be in Monday, try to watch a game. That would be intense. But, yeah, Cook, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Uh, you got any plans later tonight?
3: Uh, just going to the gym, going to go work out. That's it.
0: Love it. He's a fit man mentally and physically, and we we look to receive good things from you come championship week. Best of luck, brother.
3: All right. Catch you later, Ben. See you, Coach. Alexa, what's
0: the first rule of
1: Fight Club?
2: Don't talk about Fight Club.
1: Alexa, what's the second rule of Fight Club?
2: Don't talk about Fight Club.
1: Alexa, what's the third rule of Fight Club?
2: Hmm. I can't find the answer to the question I heard. (laughs)
0: Hmm. Yo, what's up? What's up? We're live recording here with Eric Johnson on wow. the Pump Fake wow. Podcast Hot Start. Eric Johnson's got, uh, he, he wasn't ready for this. I called him and he answered and now he's live on the pod. Eric, I no, just want- No intro, nothing? No intro, no nothing. I, I just want to let you know this is a safe place, right? Okay. Um, here's the thing. The reason why I pop it on you like this is because one, I know you're a professional, so you're always ready. Two.
2: Stay ready so you don't have to get
0: ready. Right, 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 right. Um, number two is uh, this is this is just not um, – there's nothing for us to hide here. Me and you are in the championship game for the worst uh, worst team of the season. So there's not a whole lot for us to kind of – there's no saving face anymore. This is just kind of – this is what we've been dealt We just have to face reality. So I don't have a lot for us to go through. We will talk about our matchup and stuff, but – I don't know. It's, it's been a long season. There was a start, and now there's an ending, and uh, I kind of want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts. How did how did we get to the
3: toilet bowl?
2: You know, all all I can think about is, and I think I sent it in the group. Me is that uh, Paul Redgift that's gotten pretty popular recently. Yes. Where he's sitting there and he's just like, "Hey, look at us. Who would have thought?
3: Who would have thought? Not me.
2: That's us. you right Golly, not me." So, yeah. you know, as I'm looking back over the season, a tough, a tough season for, for years truly, you know. Started off well, was looking good, and in the playoff hunt was putting up good points. And right. then the wheels just fell off. I think I've lost six straight weeks in a row now, which I imagine I haven't looked as probably – Up there, besides Mark, with like the most losses in a row. I think even Evan had his wins like sprinkled throughout. Right. So, I'd say it's probably up there for most losses in a row. And if I get to seven losses in a row, it's pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: um, it's impressive. We all
2: start off. I mean, you know, like Devontae Freeman going out. Mike Evans going out. Russell Wilson having bad weeks when I really needed him to come through. Zeke not really going off the way I needed sometimes. Yeah. Just bad management. You know, I'm leaving Emmanuel Sanders for 32 points. Just sitting right on the bench. Just botched that one. It's true. It's so, true. just just can't get the stars to align and a lot of tough breaks, but you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm proud of my team. I'm proud of what we got. Um I feel pretty good because right now I'm sitting at a 71% projection to win in sleeper. So, sleeper yeah. obviously think your team is pretty garbage. Honestly, um, yeah. yeah. And even if I lose, I feel pretty confident that I could beat Mark in the sprint. Okay, great. Um, yeah. so I, I feel good at least in that sense, whereas like if I were going up against Connor, I'd be feeling pretty bad. Okay. I'm, like I'm probably definitely gonna lose that sprint. Okay. But the fact that I feel like I can probably get get Mark has taken some of the the burden off my shoulders. Um, but still would love not to have to go through obviously that exercise at all.
0: hmm Yeah.
2: Absolutely. So so we'll just, I mean, I, f- I feel pretty good. Just, you know, part of me feels like I'm due, you know, after all these losses. I mean, at some point, just, you know, you got to win, right? you know, just like off something. Right. Like I got to break this loose streak. I'm first freaking
0: saying. It. I'm sitting so, there and um, I'm like going into this tournament. I'm like, you're telling me I'm going to lose three in a row? There's no way. And it's like, yeah. well, there is a way Something's actually. <laughs> like there's, there's actually a very probable way that, that would happen. And this is how it, how it unfolds. So
2: yeah. So that's – so, yeah, you're in the same spot as me. It's tough, but um, all I can hope is that the team, you know, hasn't lost faith and that they can rally together for just one last push. Yeah. Um, to, but uh, they they haven't given me much to believe in, so I'm just going to take, take what they can give me and, and move on from there. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's – there's very little confidence that I hold for my team. Uh I, right. I mean just, I would say the
2: same for myself.
0: <laughs> just the synopsis. I mean, yeah, like I've got no I've got no legs to stand on here. I wish I could talk smack to you, but in this game it's really just uh, honestly, genuinely, I'm just good luck, you know, to <laughs> it's 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 honestly it's like we don't wanna be here. It's not where we I mean, this is not obviously our goal is to be here. So for me to be here, it's like I, I've I've settled with the reality that I very well could be in a mascot suit running a race, and that that's where I've gotten. And so now that I've gotten there, it's just kind of like honestly, I don't want Eric to run it. I don't want to run it, so I'm just gonna close my eyes and hope for the best. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned earlier my team. I mean, I, this is this is what's crazy to me. I'm going up against Russell Wilson, who arguably MVP of the league behind Lamar Jackson, which is I don't know, and then yep. Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, and I just I don't know. When you when you, just those two guys were in the poop bowl. It just kind of yeah. You
2: think my team would be better with those guys? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I just don't. I don't like really any of my matchups. I will say it's and then for Josh Jacobs now to be officially out for obviously the the one game that I like. I need need him and the the game that I didn't play him. I don't know if it really came back to haunt me where I left him off the roster and I essentially took that first round by because I think if I were to replace him with anybody, I still wouldn't have won. But yeah, it's just like you said earlier. I mean, just the wheels falling off. I made a good trade midseason uh, to replace the stinky trade that I made. And carry on Johnson did end up getting hurt. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There, there's it's just tough. I, it's it's weird right now. I've got my starting running backs. Kenyon Drake. Sure. I made a trade with Connor. That might be my saving grace if he can go off for another 40 points. But that's yep. unlikely, um, and then I've got yeah. Tariq Cohen. Who would have thought a Bears guy in my lineup? Uh, and I'm and I'm gripping onto him for dear life. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, yeah that's where pretty. you're really falling off in this matchup. Is yeah that your your RB two being Tariq Cohen yeah. to to yeah. Zeke matched up there? That's pretty much your. I'm whole, not proud of it. I'm, really not. I'm really not. Your was, whole gap there, and then I guess. Um, that's kinda so and then yeah, I guess I guess it doesn't really like your defense pick, so I'm getting some more. But that's basically that's like which is crazy that like it's got me at a seventy five percent projection sleeper right now. But it's literally just Zeke over Cohen by ten points, and then it's literally just my defense basically. And then a little bit of puts it takes a rust, but it's just like a four point up uh, on my for my defense for the Chargers D over the Eagles D. Yeah. And that that it considers I guess a twenty five percent edge in my favor. That's
0: cool. So We've got a, interesting. We've I know, mean, it, it can right. go either
2: way. I mean, we know how trash these projections are. Right. I mean, all right. it takes is, like, one touchdown from a player and you're you're in it. Exactly. So.
0: <laughs> we, we, we've we got a, a – it's going to be an interesting matchup. I guess if, if there's a game for us to be watching, me and you personally, obviously, uh, Sunday at 425, if you want to try to catch this Dallas game versus uh, –
2: would love to. I was just also about to say I don't know what everyone's plans are, but I am planning on – being in Lexington on Sunday, as of right now, okay. I'm planning on being there, and I would love to watch and spectate these games with some people. Right. So, so that's, what that's
0: what I'm saying. I mean, it's a championship game. Um, right. I will say I've got – what do I got going on?
2: I, I mean, that, it's the holiday season. People are going to be traveling. People are going to be yeah. busy. But I, I am planning on – I am actually – well, no, I'm going to be kind of – there are Saturday games this week.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: So I'm going to be on a little bit of a tight schedule Saturday with family things and stuff going on. Yeah. But I could possibly also be in for some later Saturday spectating. Yeah. If anyone was interested in that.
0: Yeah, and we'll get this pod posted tonight. So if you are obviously listening and you're like, I need to try to watch these games – the ones that I look at, uh, again, I'm going to be trying to make a priority Sunday, 425. If I can sit down mm-hmm. next to you and watch yes. that game, that's what my oh, number one priority is. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I just want to sit next to my opponent as we essentially just we wade into the sea, the darkness mm. that is before us. Um, for those of you guys keeping score at home, let's see if, uh, if we could... Big game between Isaac and... Alex, the championship game is going to be either Sunday at one, Baltimore versus Cleveland, and then New Orleans versus Tennessee. So that's their quarterbacks. You know, uh, yeah. I'm just looking for a head-to-head matchup that is appealing. I'm not seeing a whole – Man,
2: Isaac or Cook. A
0: either of those lot. are
2: great storylines, you know? <laughs> if either of them wins.
0: Yeah, it is. You're, you're exactly right. I mean,
2: it's like Isaac. I mean, when was the last time Isaac lost a game?
0: Uh, he's on a 13 game winning streak. It would be a 13 right, like, game winning streak. So, yeah.
2: I've never seen, I mean, as, as in your megapod that you did with Evan, as you guys kind of highlighted uh-huh. the, the anomaly, that's one of the most wild things I've ever seen. It's, and then, I mean, for, for Cook to come in first year and just run through the lead like that, also very impressive.
0: It's true. So, we're actually, I talked to Isaac before us, and we're going to throw up a poll to see. And I told him that I would not share my opinions. On whether or not I wanted Cook or Isaac to win, because well, I think we
2: all know you don't want Isaac to win. <laughs> well, you pretty much outlined that pretty clearly so in, the
0: last in our meeting. I will say you're you're absolutely you're you're very accurate on your assumption. I wouldn't I wouldn't dis I wouldn't yeah trash your your assumption. But I don't like the – I just to weigh it out, I did eat a lot of crow. And so you'll hear it on the pod whenever you hear me apologize yeah. to Isaac and yeah. um, essentially just slander my name because it was deserving because here he is in the championship and I'm sitting here telling him that it's not going to happen. But yeah. that happened. And then also I think Isaac made a great point when we were having a conversation. What does it say about us that a newcomer in here just comes in, runs the league, and takes the ship? Yeah. So thanks
2: the question. Are we all trash at fantasy football, right. honestly?
0: We ask, you, you have, honestly, it ends up we end up asking ourselves that every single year. And it's just like, yeah. you know,
2: are we bad at this?
0: As long as it doesn't carry over to next year, we're fine. We're fine.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, our con- – if anything, our content is so good. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, you know, we can't possibly be bad. Yeah. yeah our content yeah. is just on 100.
0: It's prime. So, but yeah,
2: I, I don't know who I, if I had to pick, I don't really know who I want to win, honestly. I'm kind of okay with either. I don't I don't really know if I'm gonna pick a horse, okay. you know. Sounds exactly
0: race. like our forum at the beginning of the year when everybody was like, Oh, you know, whatever you want and then you throw up the poll and it's effing twelve to zero. It's like, it's <laughs> yeah, like,
2: yeah. It's like <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I could vote for that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna like, present hey, as soon as you put the poll up. No 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 It's like, what? <laughs> it's like are these the same people in the freaking room yeah. with me right now? It's like yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> you're definitely. But
2: this is in the wrong group. You
0: know? <laughs> <get you> <laughs> oh man, it's so funny. No, so to conclude, uh, yeah, if you guys are watching games, feel free to reach out in the group Me after we post the poll. I'm going to be talking to Cook later tonight. We'll we'll break down his little section. I've got some questions for him. What I'd like to do is steal some questions from the championship game that I had for Cook and Isaac and even discuss them amongst ourselves. We've kind of talked about our matchup. We're both trash. I definitely think you're going to have the edge. If I'm in the mascot suit, I understand. If you're in the mascot suit, you get it. Um. But if you're going to, if you're going to call any shots, just to kind of have some verbal statements on the pod prior to playoff weekend or sorry championship weekend, do you got any players that you want the that are, I don't know you potentially think are going to blow up? Obviously, you've got Russell Wilson who's capable of mm-hmm. doing any number of things, but any other I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I want you to kind of call your shot here. I don't know if you you got any.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's going to be Russ. For sure, I think I think Russ is going to put up thirty plus,
0: Arizona, and I think it's yeah. going to
2: be I think it's going to be a big Zeke week too. I okay. think Zeke's I think Zeke's going to get twenty at least on Philly.
0: It's an American so, game. It's the Cowboys versus yeah. the Eagles. It's big it's time, a big one.
2: And Russ Russ is due. I mean, the the Cardinals D is pretty trash. Yes, and Russ has been pretty media not mediocre but hasn't had really blown up the past week so he had 25 26 almost last week which is pretty good but then before that 13 23 13 21 so uh, a little bit of a stretch of not really what i'm looking for so i think he's due for a blow up and zeke's looked better as of late and i think yeah like you said that'll be just such a big game with philly um i think he's gonna get a lot of touches and probably find his way in the end zone a couple times. So, yeah. uh, I think, uh, if for me to win, I mean, I'm not, I, I think I just need my big guys to go big. I don't right. think I'm not expecting to get a lot from like Duke Johnson or Emmanuel Sanders who put up like basically nothing last week. So unless one of them surprisingly goes off, that'd be great, but I haven't really seen it and it doesn't look like luck wise. I'm getting much of that this year. (laughs) So, so I'm just hoping that, that the the top dogs are going to do what, do what I drafted them for and bring me home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think on my side, yeah, I said there. I don't have any big names, just to be honest. <laughs> uh, so what I so so to to uh, obviously I need you to have a, a poor outing. I need you to go less than a hundred and thirty for sure. And then I need Wentz to kind of pull out another big game. He's been playing well as of late, but, I mean, that that receiving core is so hard. So bad. it's just just so injured. Yeah, it's just I don't know how he's going to get another 30-point game, but that would be great. I need Kenyon Drake to get north of 20. I need Tyreek Cohen to just stay alive with a 10-piece McNugget uh Diggs. Mm -hmm. i am unfortunately leaning on Diggs heavy this week because i need him to explode for at least like 18 20
2: he got me last time the last time we played he went off for like 40
0: was that true so yeah the last time so week six yeah week six he went off for 40.2 so
2: yeah we were at king's island remember yes
0: that's right oh my gosh (laughs) that's so right oh great time but uh good time but yeah, I need Diggs to go off big, at least eighteen, twenty, and then Henry. I would, I would lean out of the rest of my players. The only one who receives or could receive that much volume to actually explode would be Hunter Henry, and if he maybe got me twenty points, that would be
2: yeah, all that I could off.
0: possibly ask of my team. So yeah. we're really crawling past the finish line here. So we'll yeah,
2: we'll we're see limping. What we're limping to the end of the season. We really are, and that's oh. so funny.
0: We're like, we're literally just. I just want my season to end. I want this to be over
2: whereas i can't wait for it to be over yeah it's
0: just like we want it to be over so bad especially where it's like obviously isaac and alex are excited about their finish but me and you were literally just as evan said it best is like when your season comes to an end like there's a period on your sentence that is fantasy football season 2018 through 2019 it's so relieving and these people just get to go free and so that actually brings me up to a great discussion point that i want to get your take on introduction of the I mean, the consolation bracket has brought some, I mean, it's brought some major mm-hmm. energy and some major content. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I want to get your, I want to get your vibe on it.
2: Yep. So first I'd like to say, you know, there was some stuff said in the group, me, I believe by Evan, it made some about, Oh, this is what you get. Like you pushed for this consolation bracket, sprint off stuff that no one agreed to. And now you're in it. But I would just like to say, I totally defend still the sprint, even though I might possibly be in it. I totally defend that decision and losing using the consolation bracket because I've loved every second of it. Okay. Like, think okay. about if this if this consolation bracket meant nothing, what would any of us have been doing these past like 3 weeks? Exactly. Like, I you really no, no one would have been engaged at all. <laughs>
0: well, here, tell like, riddle me this because you've been in leagues before. So, and I mean, we could even throw back to last year. So the consolation bracket means nothing. What are we doing this uh, at at this point in the I'm game? I'm not doing
2: anything. Yeah, we're I mean, watching I'm NBA games. My lineup just like as I remember, right. I'm like barely checking to see who's like in the championship game and who's going to win. Yeah. But
0: and I we're mean, sitting there watching out. the NBA basketball. Is what we're doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm watching this Lakers Bucks game. Exactly. I'm chilling. Exactly. And I'm just not caring about fantasy at all. Legit. So it's definitely. I think. I mean, it's the right call. I think for sure to add some value. And I think I don't know if the sprint off is what we want to keep for like next year. I mean, we can talk about that at our forum. Yeah. But I think the the idea that the consolation bracket has to mean something, uh, I want to stick with because I think it's it keeps everyone engaged. It's a great great addition. I've loved having it. Even yeah. though it's not benefited me personally
0: yeah, right, <laughs> this right. year,
2: I think I think it's been a, a big improvement uh, for the league. that yeah. I really enjoyed.
0: Couldn't uh, couldn't agree more. I definitely think if you have the two people that are in the toilet bowl championship game, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Approving of this right. scenario is the best argument that we could possibly make. And yeah, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't have said it. it better myself. Yeah, I definitely think the,
2: the sprint off will be great. It will be, and no matter what, and the jiggy suit will be great. And you gotta admit, I mean, it's a much better. It's a much better, especially for yourself being the former champion, it's a much better storyline if you lose,
0: honestly. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I wanted Evan in this game. Uh, not yeah. Not. Not to be personal, but I, I wanted me uh, no. and Evan in a no. championship no. toilet bowl matchup.
2: You, you, you
0: think I didn't want Evan in this game? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 I wanted this really bad. <laughs> it's just like, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Evan needed to be in this game, but he found his way out. He he weaseled his way out of the championship toilet bowl game. But, yeah, the storylines here, honestly, are – uh, I think the the biggest ones would be Cook winning, uh, new to the league, running through mm-hmm. and just making havoc over even Isaac's win streak because here's the yeah. thing that I told Cook and Isaac, and I'll talk to Cook later tonight, but Cook had some trash that he was kind of talking. He's like, I'm in three mm-hmm. leagues, and it looks like I'm going to be the championship in every single three, and, and all three of them. And I said, uh, pardon my spice. And I said, mm-hmm. dot, 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 this is in a text message. And... Uh, From here, I'm going to paraphrase, but I told him that if you lose, here's the reality. You're going to be forgotten in two weeks. Like, that's just how it works. Is, if if yeah. you're the runner-up to the champion, like, I yeah. literally don't even know. I think it was – I guess it was Ross maybe, but who knows because I played him. I
2: literally couldn't even tell you. Exactly.
0: So you're – you're so as much as much confidence as you go into this, Isaac, if you lose, it's like, oh, we remember a win streak happened. That's right. But then you forget yeah, about right it. Or that. it's like if you're Cook, you got runner-up. It's like, oh, yeah, were you new to the league? Did you win the championship? No, I did not. I got runner-up. I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Okay, did you – that's it. So it's kind of like. I got
2: runner up like two, three years ago or so. No one remembers.
0: It's just you got to be a champion or you're going to be forgotten. So, all that to say is that he's got some confidence. And uh, I just think it's super important. I guess the storyline would say. He comes in the league and he wins it. That's bigger storyline, uh, and I think the win streak thing is very easily it's able to be forgotten. I think it's a it's a legendary memory that maybe would transcend our statistics as we look back on it for leagues to come. But I think mm-hmm. that the statement of Cook comes in and he wins, and then the other statement, the champion turns into the toilet bowl champion. Those are the those are the biggest storylines here. So, yeah,
2: I would yeah. agree with that, and. You know, you always gotta be careful, as I've learned in my time. You always gotta be careful talking your stuff too early, talking too much smack. Because you know, <laughs> there's there's a there's a lot of luck, the winds, you know, the tides, whatever right. nature metaphor you want to use. They are always changing. They're always Move moving. The and the the more smack you talk, and the more you build yourself up, the harder and longer that fall is on the way down so yeah. as much as I love talking smack I try and keep myself fairly in the middle and level field because <laughs> I know things go up and down and my spice is as I brought up I think on an earlier podcast is anybody actually good at fantasy football like is it even possible to actually be good like once we showed all that stuff with Mark's schedule and yeah, everything that's like, true is it even possible to actually be good at fantasy football uh, like, I think or h- how good can you even be
0: I think that's hot <laughs> spice and I think it's a topic worth discussing so I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll join in here and actually say uh, that with those statistics comes the reality from this league. We need to make some changes, and we think divisions might help with that we think
2: i'm in for
0: divisions i would like to say we 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 think divisions might help with that with less random matchups and more consistent like lineups against lineups which is again completely different than what i wanted going into the season and so now i've got what i wanted in the season and it's turned out like this but starting to see the other side of it also i think getting rid of kickers and potentially adding other slots might be able to help with averages and less (laughs) fluctuation and these are these are small ticks. I don't want anybody to think like, okay, well, one big move is going to change everything. I think it's right, slight right. moves that put us in the general direction of better, I don't know, averages or whatever. Because there's always going to be that luck factor. But just trying yeah. to limit the 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 capacity in which luck plays in these games is our goal. Because those statistics that Mark gave us were just nuts. Right. This it's is crazy. It's very eye-opening. And we then, need to figure and it's something the same out.
2: Thing, it's the same thing for Isaac. I mean, playing all those people who were doing so poorly is the exact same thing. It's like, what the heck?
0: It's true. It's true. Connor ran the numbers. Point zero six percent chance of this happening, and that was like at the ten or the eleven win mark. So I don't, I don't know. It's and so all that to say is that those little slight changes. I mean, a kicker instead of getting you know, I don't, anywhere between two or three points gets. 14 or 13, those nine, eight, seven points just kind of help from maybe remove. And this is not me kind of trying to sell kickers to everyone, but I'm just trying to figure out ways that the giant fluctuation of, I don't know, just down weeks and up weeks, if we can try to find a median to pull everybody in closer, then maybe those five, six point differentials that. The combination of differences would make might be Ws in some of these games that we've watched this season, and they don't come out to a thirteen game win streaks or you know five game losing streaks or whatever. So
2: exactly,
0: I don't know. That's the that's the yep. goal. I'm really looking forward to the, forward to the forum. It's gonna be it's honestly gonna take a lot of time. We actually probably need to set aside a good amount of time <laughs> to honestly discuss them. It's gonna be them. a whole day
2: affair. As it often ends up being at yes. least for a while. But yeah, we're probably gonna need to block off a hefty chunk of time to go yeah. through. All this stuff, maybe get an earlier afternoon start. Yeah, as long as Mark here.
0: gets us that cane's deal, I mean, I'm good with it. But
2: that cane's deal was big time. It's fire. When we got that cane sauce in those large golly,
0: cups. oh my goodness! <laughs> I've never been so terrified of all the things I've been preaching my whole entire life about being able to drink cane sauce until I saw them in those cups. I was like, oh man, this could this could get yeah. ugly quick.
2: <laughs> but yeah, hopefully we can run that deal back. But yeah, the forum's going to be great. Um, I'm very excited maybe we'll even uh, i don't know what the final call is but maybe we even leave the group me run until next year you know hey i don't know are we, are we gonna do the shutdown or not
0: well this is what me and evan talked about and i think you're i mean you're well aware of this the the previous shutdown was not as intended it was just a, a repercussion of i don't know activities and what we kind of seen in the league and maybe some changes that we needed to make and i think that we mean, I mean, I think that we've come to the conclusion It's this is a solid league of guys. The only moves that we would make would be potentially adding two more great individuals, but that is, that's far, far off, I feel like. And yeah, for us yeah, to get there yeah. with a consensus vote of these 12 people would be crazy. So all that to say is that keeping the group me alive, but understanding that, yeah, obviously it doesn't need to be um, – I don't know, we've got NBA group me's to talk whenever that season comes up, but having this group me for any NFL drama that happens over the off season or anything that's yeah crazy is gonna be good. But yeah, I think we keep it alive because I, I'm yeah. so proud and so happy to say this, but I think we've we found our twelve our twelve team, our twelve guys. I think you might be right. It's it's honestly it's 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 emotional because we've been through a lot.
2: <laughs> we have been through we've, been, we've
0: been through the ringer. We've been through a lot. Tier
2: one, tier two, split oh, leagues, geez. bringing back, kicking people out, merging different leagues. I mean, it's just been a whole. It's been a whole lot of trial and tribulation yeah. for our group. Um, yeah. I would agree. It feels very good to have just such a solid crew put together in what was a, yeah. a great season. Honestly, probably the best, the best time I've had in a fantasy football season. Uh, quite possibly ever.
0: That's great. I love to hear. That. I mean, it has been. It's been a. It's been a hell of a year. That's for sure. Uh, a lot so of effort good. and a lot of content has really generated some good stuff. Uh, I've got so, so much content. It's, it's honestly been insane. And When I look back, I, I honestly am very excited. I was thinking about this while me and Grace and were watching our show. I will go back and re-listen to every single podcast <laughs> that has been thrown up. I will, come up. Back and I, will I, I will, because I want to see. I want. I will want to have heard what I said in week ones and week twos. And I think I reached my peak confidence level at around like week five or six. And I really like when I go back on those. Those pods, it's going to be interesting, um, but that's uh, that'll be later down the road in the off season whenever I'm hurting for football or something like that. So
2: yeah, but yeah. It's always uh, the podcast is greatly appreciated. I know it takes a lot of time and effort on your end, so I know everybody the league appreciates that, and it's one of my favorite things not only to participate in or just listen to, but also just to tell people that we have a podcast right. for our fantasy football Like the reactions I get yeah, yeah. are always like so varied from you know across the spectrum from oh that's like really neat and cool to just like complete confusion yes. and like why yeah. on yeah. earth like are, are you possibly the most self-absorbed person yeah, on the
0: planet? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, well, no, I, those those are those are those are nice comments. We appreciate it. I know that uh, I, I got to echo that back towards you. Obviously, the power rankings and all the content that
2: I did like two power rankings. Hey, listen,
0: shit. listen, you got to give credit when credits due because every single time those power rankings came out, you know they were fireman. Everybody loves power rankings when they come out, especially when you got that spice coming in like Eric J. or Alex Cook or Evan S. Whenever you guys put your personal spin on it, it's always nice. So you yep. got you got to hey, save Randy. a little bit of that round of applause yep. for yourself.
2: I, I didn't do a lot of rankings, but I will say I promise I promised nothing. So That's I'm right. a man of my word. I said I said you're not gonna get a lot of ratings from it. You're just not. So I followed through. I didn't I, I, I let the I set the standard from the beginning. That's um, great. That's and great. yeah, I was able to crank out a few good ones. Um yeah. which which I was proud of. But yeah, Evan there carried carried the weight there. But with the podcast and with the rankings and and the group and me going, I yeah. mean we were we were content rich constantly. Absolutely, so I'm not absolutely. Not worried about it.
0: <laughs> as we uh, let's see, as we go into Championship Week, uh, I asked these guys their I got their take on what they officially wanted to get their name on the trophy as. Which I don't know how many characters we have, and just to entertain the thought, I mean. Your team name, every day I'm rustling, Uh, I I mean, that might have been your first name at first. I don't know if if you've had any rebrands. I've had a few. But uh, if you were to go home with the – now, the Toilet Bowl champion just says worst manager, Eric Johnson, worst manager, Benjamin Pumpelli. So (laughs) that's it. But uh, in theory, I want you to entertain the thought that your name was going to go on a championship trophy. Um, I don't – Every day I'm wrestling Might fit. I'm looking at it right now, and all I've got is cook till brown. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and I think there might have been some more characters. So fourteen characters plus. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that what? You, that's the team name that you would have put on the you would have put on yeah, the mantle. Yeah, I
2: didn't really. I never really rebranded and. I'm really—I've never been a huge team name guy, honestly. Yeah, it's tough. Like, honestly, never something I'm passionate about, and I don't really rebrand. Like I just kind of let it go. A lot of leagues that I care about less, I'll always just end up being like Team Johnson. Like it's just never really been something that—that's gripped me. So if it fits, I'd probably try and put every day I'm wrestling on there. It's good. It's um, good. If not, if not, I'd probably just shorten it to every day wrestle. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what I start hyphenating in the ass. Um, so I put that on there so yeah I'd probably throw that on the trophy It's good in this fictional world where my team isn't straight poop
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no if I if I I mean wow I mean geez look at and so here I am about to say my answer to that and it's my my name is Fantasy Football Gods' favorite child, and I'm sitting here in the poofecta. My jeez, Louise! So just goes to show how uh, the fantasy gods have treated me this season. Um, maybe where I rightfully belong. Maybe maybe on the opposite spectrum of what I deserve because the fantasy football gods just switched up a few numbers, fudged That's a few no things. No longer
2: the favorite son. Yeah, so, the favorite son now.
0: Oh jeez. So I've whatever. So I don't know what I would have put on there, and it doesn't matter. So. I, I, it doesn't matter that's just it um do you uh, do you think from this season and i've only got a few more questions but do you think from this season you you've gained maybe any any rivalries or any opponents as we go into divisions that maybe you want to take into the offseason as hopeful rivals in a division next year if we if we in the forum decide that's the the right move i asked isaac this question and i asked if Cook and their championship bout is potentially a you know future rivalry we want to look into maybe. But uh, I ask you, I pose you that question to see what you what you think.
2: Yeah, um, rival wise, I don't know if much like really changed for me this season. Mm -hmm. You know, I've kind of just got like my standard rivalries with the people i've been in the league with longer so like evan mostly just because we've been i've been in known him the longest and been in leagues with him the longest i was kind of a rival and then like yourself and connor who have Mm. kind of been in our leagues a little bit longer yeah um other than that and i'm not really one to super instigate rivalries i haven't had like at least in this league so if i didn't have any like I was kind of out of the playoffs, so I didn't have any like heart wrenching losses or anything like that. I guess I think I kind of trashed Patrick's team most <laughs> of the season, yeah, so okay. that's kind of that's kind of a fun little rivalry as well.
0: Okay, um, there you go. The Boston ties, so you're connected yeah, by the Boston that, ties. but yeah, okay.
2: Um, so th- th- those will probably be mine, but I I don't know exactly how we'll split the divisions, but I do hope we do that because I think it'll make the league. Yeah. more fun, and I was pretty anti-divisions originally, but I've changed my course on that, and I'm now pretty full of
0: divisions I agree, I agree. I definitely was against it, and,
2: uh,
0: yeah, I don't know, you're right. There's, uh, most of them run deeper as our league progresses, and these grow. I think we'll have some, some locks for rivalries and stuff, but, yeah, I all I ask is that I get in a division with Evan Shacklett so I can beat him as many times in a season as possible.
2: As possible. Now, the problem sure, is that I'm I know. Sure yeah,
0: yeah, the problem is that I know that there's like six other people who want that same thing. So. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: Evan's got a lot of rivals. So he does. He's just
0: got a lot of. Uh, it's just that. Yeah, you understand completely. So it's just. Uh, we'll see what happens. Other than that, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to either pick randomly or allow Super Smash Bros. to decide. To decide. But.
2: Super That's, Smash Bros. has played a pivotal role in this league.
0: I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't have laughed louder whenever I saw, uh, I saw, Mark's comment about my league was over from the moment I picked Ganondorf. It's just, it's just so true, though. It's so true. So like As true. soon as he picked him, it's like, well, you're going to get, I guess, like at this point, like you're going to get this schedule because you're going to get picked in this order and yada, yada, yada. Now there's a lot of things that could have been different, but it's just funny. It's like my season's over We're from getting, the moment I picked.
2: Man, when you're, when you're doing the sim, you can't pick a player that big who can't jump back onto the map. You have that's, to have – That's the yes. mistake. you got to have a dude who can get back on there. Gandorf way too big for the for a sim.
0: Just too heavy. Just Bad too heavy. pick. Got Bad it. Got to have Bad good recovery. Uh, yeah. So we're definitely gonna be looking forward to that. That's gonna be fun next year. Yeah. Well, Eric, while I've got you here, I mean the 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 only things I've got to say is good luck, and I want to give you some some airtime here. I mean, it's uh, it's been a great season. It's coming to a close. I, I promised the champion of the of the league that I would give them. Uh, a podcast in their honor, just to be able to address the league and stuff. Yeah, but that's that's but for me and you, this is this is really it. So as you yeah, bid the league prior to the championship uh, weekend, a dude, do you have anything to to tell tell the league or to say about your 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 beginning, ascend and descent, and <laughs> ultimately what could be a, a major loss? Obviously, I'm right there with you, so I understand completely. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, you know. Even though this season Didn't turn out Exactly as I expected Had some Had some nice highs Defeated Evan early on Which was a big win Great and job Aaron the Team was great looking job. pretty good And then Evan's team was looking Pretty bad But then I just started falling apart And then Evan ended up Beating me And this Loser's bracket So Season fell apart But You know Throughout all that You know I've maintained a positive attitude And the week has been great As I said Probably the The most fun I've had In a fantasy football league Just Content Constantly Which um a lot of people put time and effort to in their busy lives, which is always appreciated. Active engagement in the group meet, watching games with people, Smack Talk. I mean it's just it's just been the best time. It's been yeah. a huge addition. And normally when I look back on fantasy football seasons, I feel like I'm asking myself, why do I do this? Like I was yeah. miserable every <laughs> Sunday and I just went to bed angry every <laughs> Sunday and like this is not a healthy way to live my life. Yeah. But as I look back on this one, I I feel like I just enjoyed the people and the league and everything so much. that I was able to keep a good perspective on it, even in losses, and not take it that seriously and just have a ton of fun with it to where even when I was losing, I was still having a great time and and enjoying the league. So I couldn't be happier about how this season went. and It already feels like the the future seasons are going to be even better. So shout out to everyone. Love everyone in the league. Um, Hopefully I won't be in the sprint off, but if I am then I'll, I'll probably still show up whenever we end up doing it regardless. Right. So hopefully a chance over the holiday season to see a lot of you guys um, and catch up and catch up hopefully at that sprint off, whatever day we end up doing it and in the, in the jiggy run. Yeah. Um, so we'll be looking forward to catching up with a lot of people and during this time off work and everything. So, um, yeah, great year. Very happy. Let's um, I'm looking forward to keeping it rolling.
0: Yeah, couldn't uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Summing it up, obviously you hope that I'm running. Obviously I hope that you're running. But regardless, it's uh, it's going to be a good time. I will say I like your confidence against uh, Mark. Uh, I don't know how I feel. I haven't sprinted in a long time, but uh, your ACL is
2: a big is yeah. A big deterrent
0: I, I, and for I think you, that Mike. another I think another thing that me and you need to be on the lookout, and this is me throwing uh, throwing. Not shade, but it's everybody needs to be on the lookout early. Okay, as I've been in these mascot suits, all right, and they aren't stable. So whatever, like I mean, I know that overall athleticism is probably going to win in these things, but what I am going to call, all right, and podcast hold me accountable, everybody who listens to it, it's on the record, is that in the sprint, whether it's me, whether it's Mark, whether it's you, Eric, whoever's in there, I am I'm thinking that there is going to be a slip. OK, well, we're
2: not sprinting in the in the suit, are we?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The, you I, put, I thought
2: we cleared this up. I thought we weren't sprinting in suits. I thought we were sprinting just straight up.
0: I'm so glad that you said something because. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. But the way that I understood it was that we dress up in the suit. We do the sprint. The loser now in the suit already is going to gather his breath. And like.
2: I thought, I, I thought we only had one suit.
0: So we have – we have so this is actually – so what I've talked with Luke about is that the loser of the regular season, so Mark, is going to be given the worst suit. It's a clown suit that's very old and is no longer used, so it smells god-awful, but it still is around. But he gets that suit, and then me or you get the jiggy suit because we didn't lose regular season, but we have two suits. I thought
2: thought we were just sprinting straight up is how I had understood it. So an interesting twist because, yeah, I mean if you're in those suits that – I mean, obviously speed matters, but that, yeah, yeah, I mean, someone's going to slip almost for sure this is, or not be coordinated enough, not go, be able to go for the
0: job. I mean, you're running in a size 15, I'm pretty sure. So it's it it's it's kind of crazy because you're in your shoes. Like you are completely yeah. fitted. You're good. But in the outfit, what I, I give a little example here is that your feet go down into the shoe and you do lace them up. But before you lace them up, the shoe is open and you can strap with, uh, with some... I don't know what the word is, but it's not like, uh, it's just, uh, that material that kind of has Velcro on it, but wait a minute. No, it's like a, it's like a belt, but it's not leather. It's uh it's kind of like okay. this fi- fabric kind of thing that maybe, yeah. we. anyways, it's a tight fabric. And so what you do is you put your foot in and then there's like a belt loop that goes over your high, uh, high. I'm just going to say high foot and then another one that goes over your toes. And so you can strap yourself into those shoes and then you tie your size 15. And that would be the best way to ensure that you're not going to be slipping on the loose buckles that are in the shoe. But I'm anticipating in the first, like at the start of the sprint that it's like someone tries to get out the gate quickly, myself included. And it's either the 15 size shoe doesn't grip like we think. And we just fall face first with mascot suit helmet on our head. Or it's, going to be just uh, down the road like you after you've picked up speed and you've gained and now you're lunging now you have a giant hula hoop around your waist so you just end up like getting off and tripping over your foot and then you're down and that's what i'm anticipating but
2: interesting yeah i feel like we discussed something i thought we were just gonna sprint straight up but
0: if i'm wrong um, then i apologize but yeah we'll have to go back on the records because i just we do have two suits that's for sure so
2: i'm i'm pretty flexible so whatever the league wants to do I'll, i'll do um, I'm fine with it being whatever. Also, we also haven't decided how long the sprint's going to be. Yeah. So, another factor to think about.
0: I would have thought I mean if I asked you just straight up, I mean, there's there's obviously the hundred testing the real true sprint speed. There's the two hundred, a little bit more endurance, uh, a little bit more longevity for a longer race for us to enjoy. And then there's just a straight up full four hundred. And that I would be like
2: it, I feel like the four hundred's too long. That's not a sprint. That's see, like I
0: would agree, I would agree. I feel
2: like I feel like it's gotta be a hundred or a two hundred.
0: I completely agree. Uh, again, our opinions aren't the bulk of the league, but I am landing safely at the two hundred, thinking that it is the best. Yeah options well, and
2: if you're doing it in the mascot suit then the thing is too if you got a little slip over something over the length of a 200 maybe you can recover yeah or it's like if you if you slip in 100 i mean that's like a 10 to 15 second race you're you're pretty much cooked
0: that's true so it's true.
2: 200 might give you a little flexibility for some suit stumbling if that's how it's gonna go
0: that's um, true uh,
2: so yeah, I'd be in. i'd be in for a 200
0: no, uh, no physicality involved whatsoever. Correct. There's no way you can physically hinder the other opponent, no. unless no, no, yeah, by accident, that. I suppose.
2: But yeah, I would say definitely can't do that. And then, I mean, if there's an accident or something, then it's gonna have to be a redo or something. Yeah, have you to go to the judges. Or, or bump into somebody. Or anything yeah. like that. No, it's gotta be straight up. What we should have thought about doing was if we had two suits, we should have done instead of sprinting, we should have done wrestling, like drawing a ring or something, like have to push the other person out of the ring. That oh, would have been fun.
0: That's good. That's,
2: <laughs> that would have been a lot of fun. Isn't that's some true? good stuff.
0: <laughs> um man, that's really good. I mean, even shoot, I mean I don't wanna I mean the sky's the limit here, but you could even go the route of I've seen Jiggy do this before and we had the inflatables with Luke. We could do a blow up with the uh, the gavel, the things that like two guys stand up and you can hit each other off and just do like a best out of like a seven game series, yeah. (laughs) And just like go for it, but yeah, it's uh, we need to we need to give it some more thought. The forum next year is going to be full of things that we need to discuss. So it's very important, listeners on the pod, you need to be there. Obviously, I know Griff Cook trying to get you guys there uh, is is our main priority, making that happen uh, from long distance, but. Getting everybody there, we are going to have some very, very intricate discussions that need to come to conclusions. Uh, the gavel needs to be dropped, and they need to be finalized for that. what is going to be the 2020 to 2021 season, so that's going to be really a lot of fun. That's what I'm looking forward to the most.
2: Yeah, it's, I'm very I'm much looking forward to that for him. Maybe kicker's finally getting out of this league, which I'll be pushing, which I'll be voting yeah. for just like I did this past year. Um, and lots of good
0: stuff, and yeah, if we can get Griffin Cook in in person, yeah, wow, game yeah, changer. It would it would be a game changer. I, shoot, I mean, I'm, I'm even looking forward to the uh, even looking forward to the the championship uh, presentation. Maybe Isaac's gonna or Cook's gonna have something good for us, but we got to have Cook yeah. there in person if we're gonna we're gonna yeah. try to do that. So,
2: I mean, if you're the champion, you gotta show up. I mean, come
0: on, gotta show up, gotta show out. I will say what my plans are are to have a podcast right before. Uh, Christmas or whatever, just to... that's probably going to be the championship pod, just like, hey, get them on, bring them on. And then we go into the holidays, really just like enjoy everything from Christmas Eve, Christmas, the New Year's, enjoy all of it. And then maybe after that, trying to get a ceremony where we do the sprints. Uh, the, tr- the trophy is awarded to the champion, so he does have it. And then uh, the toilet bowl champion awarded to one of us. And that, that's because last year, what did we do? We went to Pazos.
2: Uh, I could not attend last year.
0: Okay, that oh, was, I believe
2: it was it. it was either Pazzo's or Goodfellas.
0: Yeah, no, I think we, I think we landed at Pazos and that was the trophy presentation to myself. Uh, this year, we want to get that done and out of the way, so he has it, so that then whenever we, he has it, obviously throughout the off season and in the beginning of the season as the reigning champ, they have a window of introducing what it is that they're going to be carrying on, whether it's a ring or if they want to buy anything at all, a trophy presentation. I mean, just the whole thing. So a hall yeah. of fame ceremony, if you will. So. Indeed, but yeah, that's the good stuff. We got a great league going, so we'll we'll obviously be in touch over the next couple of weeks. But the ultimate hope is going to championship week. Good luck to you. Good luck to myself, and uh, and hopefully I'll well, I'll definitely we'll see you on the other side. So
2: yeah, you will see me on the side. You will see me in uh, the next couple of days. I'm sure yeah um so yeah best of luck to you as well looking forward to it um happy to have you in here in the trenches with me yeah man and you know we'll we'll take whatever outcome uh the fancy gods decide is just
0: absolutely that's the <laughs> best way to say it. that's it right there
2: we'll um, we'll live with the results
0: gotcha well all right AJ best of luck to you I'm gonna hang up with us and I'm gonna conclude our our thing here on the pod so love you good talking Sweet. with you thanks for your time brother
2: right. take care later everybody
0: see you bud